And that's why I believe in you because that is the greatest purpose. It's to love. Honest. It's to, it sounds corny. Whatever you want to say, I don't care. I love people because there is freedom and power in loving people. Hello, all you positive heads out there. Thanks for tuning your beautiful brainwaves into another episode of the Positive Head Podcast, where we have the crazy belief that creating success and happiness is a daily conscious effort, which is why we provide you with a fresh serving of soul food for thought five days a week. I'm your host, Brandon Beecham, and each and every Wednesday, you can tune in to hear me interview a different consciousness changemaker that is out there working tirelessly to help catalyze change and expand awareness all across Spaceship Earth. On the other four weekdays, you can tune in to myself giving interpretations of our favorite thought-provoking quotes, sharing a bit of inspiring or mysterious news, taking questions from the audience, and digging into any other mind-expansive topics that will help keep your soul fed by tuning you in to positive vibrations on a regular basis. All right, all you positive heads, welcome back to another episode of the Positive Head Podcast. I am your host, Brandon Beecham, and we are flying solo today. As you guys know, Dalian has uh, made a personal decision to move back to his home country of Chile. For those of you who didn't hear in our last episode, I just thought I would touch on it again and, uh, you know, kind of let you all know what's going on because uh, there's just one voice today and it's still going to be excellent. I'm going to do my best to fill in the gaps. We're going to dearly miss Dalian. I'll be, uh, I've been getting a lot of emails and feedback from you guys uh, in regards to daily and leaving. Of course, I'm going to miss him dearly. I know you all will as well. But as I mentioned in the last episode, when one door closes, three windows open and I will be experimenting with other co-hosts. I'll be experimenting doing them alone. Um, One thing's for sure, what should be, will be. And of course, that's the underlying message of this whole show. You never fully understand why things are happening or unfolding the way they are. And uh, our job is to trust, right? And move forward and to... uh, you know, get excited about what, what will come next and what will be next. And who knows, maybe he'll be back at some point. Uh, it's certainly a possibility. All things are always a possibility. And uh, yeah, we continue to uh, receive amazing feedback from all of you. And it, it means the world. And, and speaking of that, uh, what I'll do is I'm going to jump into a review. And for those of you who have never reviewed, please take a moment to jump onto iTunes, which is essentially the holy grail of all things podcasting, and uh, give us a review. It definitely helps to fuel my fire to keep doing this and keep uh, bringing the Positive Head podcast to the world. And uh, as I like to often say, it's uh, completing the circle of love that is going out to the world when I get that feedback and know that you know there's been any uh, impact in your life. It really... It really means a lot. And uh, yeah, so in this case, let's see here. What do we got today? This review is from B Runner, and B Runner wrote, My favorite podcast. Thank you for sharing the light, you guys. I found so many sources of inspiration, wisdom, and entertainment from listening to each and every episode. I look forward to each new episode, and I often listen back to parts of saved past episodes. I so very much appreciate the connection. Thank you. 
Ah, thank you, B Runner, for taking the time to, uh, as I said, complete the circle of love. It means the world to hear back from you guys and to connect with you guys. Um, I have another one here. Let's see. This is Corey from Milwaukee. Two thumbs way up. As a seeker of truth, I am an avid podcast listener. The Positive Head podcast has quickly climbed the ranks on my priority list amidst the news, politics, science, and health podcast I listen to because the hosts, Brendan and Dalian, bring a fresh, genuine energy to the show that isn't matched anywhere else. I feel lighter, brighter, and more open-minded every time I tune in. I try to listen in the mornings because it really helps me start my day positive and grounded. I highly recommend for anyone looking for some truth and positive energy in their lives. Corey in Milwaukee, thank you, my friend. Um, uh, it means the world to hear that uh, I'm having any kind of impact on your life and your world. And uh, you're essentially helping to spread the positivity by giving us a review. So thank you for that. Really, really appreciate it. All right, then moving right along. Um, the other thing that I would encourage you guys to do is to please write in with questions, especially now that it's just me, at least for the time being. Like I said, you'll hear some co-hosts. I'll be trying out some people and things like that. And um, yeah, and, and when I do, of course, I'd love to hear your feedback on what you think. And I know for some of you guys, you love, love, love daily, and I do too. But, um, you know, give other people a chance. I know it's, it's when you get used to someone, it's like, it's kind of like, uh, it can almost be offensive to some people. I get it. Like, it's like a new actor showing up in the same role and you're on a, on a TV show you've been watching for years, right? Um, but we're going to be trying out some different people here in the coming weeks and uh, seeing, you know, just kind of flowing with it, seeing what, what unfolds. Um, but in the meantime, uh, the more questions I can get, the more it's like I get to interact with you guys, the, the, the better. So, and I love it anyway. It's really, truly one of my favorite things to do. As you guys know, you know, there's quite a few different, um, different things we'll do from, you know, reviewing stories to, uh, quote interpretations and breakdowns. And, uh, but personally for me, when I get a, a good question from a listener, it, it's, probably my favorite thing. So if you could, uh, if you would, if you'd like to, uh, I would love you to write in Brandon at positivehead.com or just go through positivehead.com website, send in a question. I love, love, love to uh, answer them. So this question is from Chanel and Chanel said, uh, thank you for all your work on this podcast. I've really enjoyed your perspective on life and being able to binge listen a bunch of episodes uh, upon discovering you a couple of weeks ago. My question comes from the idea of success and mindfulness and how they sometimes tend to be at odds with one another. I've been very ambitious ever since I was a child and I always have a hard time reconciling the parts of myself that deeply want achievement, prestige, and recognition with the parts of myself that desire a true connection to other human beings, loving freely, and mindfulness. I truly believe that there has to be a way to aggressively and tactfully make this world a better place. Or is it to compassionately and mindfully achieve your goals? See the problem? I'm not sure what that looks like. As a planner and a critical thinker, the unknown is killing me and I'm afraid. What if the path that is illuminated by both material success as well as inner peace and enlightenment never comes for me? Thanks, you guys. What a great question and what a relevant question to my own world. Um, I've always uh, as well been very, you know, driven, sort of task oriented. I've been, uh, you know, sort of an ambitious entrepreneur since I was a child, starting to sell candy at school when I was like, I don't know, 10 years old and, 
you know, making $7 a day, I was like filthy rich. (laughs) And then all the other kids started copying. And next thing you know, you couldn't sell candy at school anymore. But that was the beginning of my own ambition in entrepreneurial ventures. And they really never stopped. Um, And so I I can very much relate to this question. And, you know, there's a couple things, Chanel, in, in your comments that sort of tell you know, as I always go back to, they tell the story of, of your view of the world. Um, you know, it, as a planner and critical thinker, thinker, the unknown is killing me and I'm afraid, you know, well, there's certainly a red flag afraid of what there's something you need to achieve. You've got this idea of needing to achieve. It's okay to have ambition and to be driven and to want to, uh, to, you know, make a mark in the world. That's fine. But, you know, you say also, I truly believe that there has to be a way to aggressively and tactfully make the world a better place. You're going to like wrestle it into being a better place. And (laughs) I I laugh at that because that has been so much of my energy at times in my life. I mean, just sort of steamrolling anyone or anything that's in my way. And over time, uh, you know, I've, I've learned to soften and I've learned that, you know, how does, Uh, how does water shape a rock when you are at the beach and you see this smooth, you know, rock? How did that happen from aggressively and tactfully, you know, aggressively going after the rock? No, I mean, the water just over time is very smooth. It's flowing, right? It's flowing. So when you ask, um, you know, I'm afraid, uh, do I need to be aggressive to make this happen? You know, can you see the problem, right? Um, these are all, do- all ideas that you're showing. You're telling me what, what your perspective is. What if the path is illuminated that, that is illuminated by material success as well as inner peace never comes? Well, first off, any path that you can imagine, source, your higher self, God, the universe, whatever you want to call it, the great spaghetti monster, I don't care what you call it, it, it can bring any sort of vision you could ever imagine and can beyond it that you haven't thought of. Uh, we shared a podcast a while back where Abraham talked about this. Whatever your greatest vision of what could be for yourself is the least among what your higher self, who has a, a perspective that you can't even begin to fathom, uh, can bring to you. So, um, you know, can it, does it exist is really what, kind of what you're getting. Is it even possible? Uh, yeah, if you thought it's possible, it's instantly possible times 10, times 100, times 1,000. So first, start owning that. Anything you can think of, it, it can be. Yes, can you have it all? Can you have, Can I have my cake and eat it too? Can I be it all? Yes, but first you have to get out of your own way. You need to stop resisting. You need to stop trying to be so aggressive about it. Relax into it. You don't need it to happen to be um, at peace. And what I'm hearing here is I'm not at peace until these things are in place. Well, you're doing it backwards. It's like, I'll be at peace as soon as I get what I want. Most people do something like work in order to have something like money in order to be something like happy. You need to be something like happy exactly where you are. And then you'll find yourself doing and having the things in the, or, in the fashion that perfectly mirror and reflect who and what you are, your style of existence, your style of being a human being. Um, so, 
This is the advice that I have for you to become more like water, start flowing, start relaxing exactly where you are. You don't need to be anything other than what you are right now. You are supremely, supremely successful being a human being who actually uh, has enough love and compassion in their heart that you want to do good for the world and you're trying to become your best and highest self and be mindful and, you know, uh, all these things that you are onto. What a success you are. Why are you downplaying that? Because you don't have, you know, it's like someone writing music and uh, only if they have a million fans, is it, is it valid? It's just not the case. If you, if you are doing something from your heart and you are loving it and you're being creative, you're instantly successful. Everything else is just sort of, you know, reflection and, and bonus. It doesn't really matter. That's not the, that's just, you know, it's very secondary. And so that's what I would say is to really love and appreciate yourself exactly where you are right now and relax into that and then watch how things start flowing to you and ideas and, 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 and unique, you know, from unique uh, angles that you never even thought possible will appear and but as long as you're resistant and fearful and wrestling it to the ground aggress- aggressively, this is all resistance. And this, you know, when you create resistance, you create resistance. So you got to understand, you got to get really down to the fundamentals of your energy. And that's what's underlying all this action. What's the energy underlying it? And it's, it's just a matter of shifting your perspective. Now, in regards to shifting your perspective, how appropriate? I have Dr. Wayne Dyer, um, who did a movie called The Shift, which I actually haven't ever seen. I've just seen a clip. Um, surprisingly, I haven't seen it. I need to really see it because I love Dr. Dyer, who you know passed about a year ago. One of my favorite, favorite teachers. If you guys haven't checked out Wayne Dyer, do it, do it, do it. He has a lot of books he's written since the 70s and um, just such an incredible storyteller and teacher. Such a wise, wise one, that one. Um, definitely sort of a mentor to me when I watch him. I'm like, ah, I want to I wanna take on more of that energy. He's just, uh, he's, he's incredible. Um, so this particular clip is from uh, his movie, The Shift, he did a few years ago. And uh, it's called From Ambition to Meaning. Check this out. Okay, Wayne, you came up here to, to write your latest book. Can you tell us a little bit about what you came up to write about? Yeah, I'd be happy to. One of the things that has intrigued me over the years is so many people coming up when I talk about purpose and finding, finding meaning in their life. Is uh, what is my purpose? How do I find it? It always seems to be eluding me. I can't seem to get there. I've always felt that uh, the real purpose of life is, is just to be happy, to enjoy your life to get to a place where you're not always trying to get someplace else. So many people spend their lives striving, trying to be someplace that they're not. They never get to arrive. One of the ways to understand about how to find your purpose in your life is to return to nature, to find your own nature. I wrote a book a few years back called Change Your Thoughts, Change Your Life, which was based upon the ancient teachings of Lao Tzu in a book called The Tao Te Ching. Lao Tzu reminds us that all being originates in non-being. Jesus put it this way in the New Testament, it's the spirit that gives life. That you didn't really come from your parents. You're, you really, all of us came from this place called spirit. When you showed up here in this world, you showed up here from a tiny little drop of human protoplasm. 
a speck, if you will, and everything that was in that little speck that became you, everything that you needed was in that tiny little speck. One of the most important metaphors that I ever used is that the first nine months of your life, from the moment of your conception until the moment of your birth, everything was being handled for you. There was nothing for you to do. You don't get consumed with the color your eyes are going to be or what your body is going to look like. It's all taken care of for you. You just surrender. I call it a future pull. And it's pulling. It's pulling you in the direction of whatever it is that you are supposed to be. And to me, it's not too great a stretch to say if everything you needed for the physical journey was already handled in there, then why not everything for the rest of the journey as well? All of your purpose, it's in there. All of what you, your personality, it's in there. Everything that you were to be, not just the physical you, but everything, if you just let go and allow. And so we're born. And we look at this beautiful little creature as parents. I have eight children. I've seen it happen many times. And you look at this beautiful little child and you look at it and you say, great work, God. Great work. Couldn't be any better. We'll take over from here. <laughs> and then we're surrounded by all these people, our family, our culture, wherever we go. And we begin to be told that uh, we can't really trust in, in who we are. We have to trust in something outside of ourselves. So we're on a journey towards ambition. Once you begin to say, we'll take over from here, you introduce something, you just take this perfection and you just edge out the creator. You edge God out. E-G-O. Ego. This ego is the part of us that starts to tell us who you are is not this perfect divine creation, this piece of God that you came from. It doesn't say that. It says who you are is what you have. It begins with things like our toys, and then our bank accounts, and then the possessions that we have. Before you know it, we begin to identify ourselves on the basis of our possessions. We begin to take on a set of beliefs about the more that I have, the more valuable I am as a person. And so we spend our lives taking these young children and immersing them in a culture that emphasizes more. It becomes almost a mantra of the ego. You have to have more. And the more you have, the more you are aware of how much other people are trying to take it away from you. The more you get consumed with how do I protect it and how do I make more of what I have. The dilemma here is that if you are what you have and things go away, then who you are also goes away in the process. The second aspect of the ego is this idea that I am not only what I have, but I am what I do as well. We are... You gonna get that? No, no, please. Go ahead. That's oh, all right. No, no we're stopped here. Do you want anything, Dr. Dow? You want water or anything? No, no, I'm fine. We're still rolling, guys. We're cutting. What? Oh, keep rolling. Keep rolling. Please. So, second component of this ego is the idea that not only is who I am what I have, but it's what I do. And what I do becomes this thing called achievement. And in this whole world of believing that I am what I do, we become consumed with this whole idea of my success, my value, my worth as a human being is based upon how much I accomplish. So I have to make more money, 
I have to get a promotion. I have to compete with everybody else who's trying to get what I have. We are taught this over and over and over again. All of our young people are taught this when they go out into athletics. The most important thing you can do is be number one. And you say, we're number one. We're better than everybody else. And we constantly find ourselves in this competitive notion again of, of believing that our world is one in which we have to compete. That's what the ego says. Now, the third aspect of this is the idea that I am what other people think of me. That is, I am my reputation. Particularly, this is relevant for young people who are taught that you have to dress the way other people think. And if other people don't like you, then there's something wrong with you. If you're consumed with that, then you're going to be something different every time you turn around. Now, this is particularly relevant with women, especially in relationship to the family. Women are often taught in our culture and our society that the only way that you can fulfill yourself is by how you relate to your family, to yourself as a daughter, to yourself as a mother, to yourself as a grandmother. And while these are very important and creative aspects of every woman's life, if, if that's the choice that they make, it's not necessarily the only thing. And many women feel that deep within them that they have a calling to accomplish something great, to make a contribution. And oftentimes we'll put it aside. So what I encourage women to think is don't ignore that calling inside of you. Don't ignore the part of you that says you came here to create something powerful and you have just as much of an influence in doing that, just as much of a right to do that as anyone else does. Right now, I, it's not... We move into then the later parts of the ego which talks about something called separation. And the ego has a very strong belief system that who I am is separate from everybody else. And then another component of the ego teaches us that I'm also separate from everything that's missing in my life, from all the things that I'd like to have. And then finally, the ego teaches us the most egregious error of all. It teaches us that we are separate from God. And one of the simple constructs that you learn in the afternoon of your life when you shift into the meaning phase of your life is to realize that you came from a source. We can call it God, we can call it Tao, it doesn't matter what we call it. And that this source is everywhere. There's no place that it is not. It must be because it creates everything. Everything comes from this source. Then it must be in me. If there's no place that it's not, it must be in me. And if it must be in me, it must also be in whatever it is that I feel to be missing from my life. If you know that, then in some way, everything that's missing from your life that you would like to have, you're already connected to it in spirit. And all you have to do is figure out a way to align yourself with that and have a knowing that you're already connected to it. You just have to bring it on its way. And the that's way that you intense. think and process. What was that out loud? Yeah, you just said that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. It is intense. <laughs> There's no question about it. So yeah, as you can hear there, it's a clip from the actual movie, and, and to give you a little um, a, a little perspective on it, it's, you know, this guy showed, before you heard the clip starting there, this guy shows up with his crew to film Dr. Dyer, and he's like, let's make this quick, you know, very, you know, business, 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 let's get through it, um, and uh, of course, as he's talking, the guy sort of realizes uh, it, it's a, it's a great message for him and him caught up in the ambition of life, the drive of life and missing the real purpose. And the real purpose is to be happy, not to get to a place, uh, to get to a place where you're not trying to get to a place, right? What a profound concept. We're all, that's the path, you know, and this goes back to Chanel to 
Get to a place where you're not trying to get to a place. Let that sink in. You're not trying to get somewhere where else. By always striving, you never get to arrive, he says, you know. Um, and then, of course, he uses some some masters, you know, Lao Tzu. One of the ways to find your purpose is to return to nature. Find your own nature, you know. Um, all, you, you know, uh, with, oh, with Lao Tzu, he said, sorry, all beings, um, that was him that said that. Find your own nature. But all beings uh, originate in non-being, Lao Tzu said. Jesus said, it's a spirit that gives life. So you really want to move back into this natural state. You know, I love how he, he talks about uh, the first nine, nine months. There was nothing for you to do, right? Everything was taken care of you. And then you pop out and it's like, okay, we're in control now. Move aside, God, move aside, universe, move aside, you know, source, whatever is steering here. We got this. And... Um, you know, everything was in you in that speck of protoplasm that you need you needed for the physical journey. Why not for the rest of it? It's all in there. So you just need to relax and let it flow out instead of wrestling it out, forcing it out like so many of us have tried unsuccessfully to do. Um, you know, when you say you'll take over, you know, he talks about ego, edging God out or, you know, EGO or everybody's greatest obstacle. You know, ego says when you are more, when you have more valuable things, when you, you know, have more success, then you're worth something. And of course, the dilemma is uh, when it goes away, what are you now? That This isn't what defines you. You're not your job. You're not your status. You're not, you know, your family. You're not any of those things. You are completely independent being. And, you know, I was even talking to a friend yesterday about relationship and, and, in issue he's having with relationship, I said, look, the only relationship you truly have is with yourself, self-love, falling in love with yourself and at your purest level, you know, you are source. So there's, you, you can't trump that success. <laughs> you are already the peak of what is successful being you, um, you know, and then he goes on to the, he talks about the kind of the different components of ego uh, is uh, it's not only what I have. First, it's what I have. Then it's what I do. Uh, what I do becomes this thing called achievement. Uh, my, my success and value is based on what I accomplish. I got to compete and be number one. You don't have to be anything other than what you are right now. And, and then, you know, third component, what others think of me. He talked a lot about how, you know, how relevant this is for women. And oftentimes they ignore their own calling for family and, uh, you know, think that they need to play this role. And, and, you know, the most such an important thing is following that calling, but doing so in a very delicate way. You know, the art of living, you know, not trying to force it following it without forcing what, you know, so many of my friends who are on a spiritual path, it's such a kind of common theme. It's like, well, let's do this. If it's in the flow, we'll do this. If it's in the flow, that's a very common statement you'll hear. And I think you'll hear more and more of because more and more people are understanding, Hey, what about this? If it's in the flow, okay. If it feels forced, we're not going to do it. We're not, there's no need. We're done with that. Um, you know, and of course the fourth big lie that ego tells us is we're separate from everything missing in our life uh, and, and that's the uh, biggest lie ego tells us is it teaches us that we're separate from from source from god um and i, I like how he you know d uh, dr dyer talks about the meaning phase when you get into the meaning phase not just trying to achieve but finding real meaning in your life that's the afternoon of your life and you know, let's move into the afternoon of our life where there's more meaning and less trying to get somewhere that we're not. 
Um, you know, and he goes on, of course, giving his reasons for how, you know, you must be a part of source. It creates everything and you're part of everything. So it must be in you. Um, and, and it must also be in whatever I feel is missing from my life. Right. Because that, that is something (laughs) and which means you're already connected to it in spirit. Right. So if something, whatever you feel is missing, whatever energy you feel is missing, abundance, relationship, whatever, um, that's a part of source, right? And you're a part of source, so you're already connected to it. Now all you have to do is what, you know, Abraham always talks about and we talk about on the show is you have to align with it. So this becomes the dance, uh, you know, and talk, thinking back to Chanel, it's, it's relax into it, relax into it. This is the, the, the path of least resistance to getting what you want. It's kind of uh, working smarter, not harder. And like I said, this topic just really um, touches me too. Uh, definitely close to home because uh, I've had to learn this lesson the hard way. I've been such a doer all my life and trying to, you know, in such a sort of fiery energy, it's been easy for me to like try and bulldoze and force things. And I've had to learn the hard way that, and I'm still learning, obviously. Uh, We teach best what we most need to learn. So here I am talking to myself, hoping it benefits you too. Um, ah, So here we are, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Uh, This has been a really, really good experience. I've enjoyed doing this on my own and I hope you've enjoyed it as well. And, uh, You know, I also ask you guys to share with family, friends, anyone that you can help to spread the positivity and let know about the podcast. Uh, It means the world. Um, You know, my personal mission without forcing (laughs) is to touch as many lives as I can with this, you know, and I know that anyone who's meant to will find their way. And so I can relax into that, whether it's two people or, you know, two million people listening doesn't matter, you know, and this is a, a great example, Chanel, you know, when I set out to do this. I'm doing it first and foremost for myself because it resonates with who and what I am. And uh, as a result, I've had really good results because there is no need to wrestle anything into existence. And so, uh, and so it goes for us all. And we all, we all can find that, that flowing state. And uh, thank you guys all for sharing as always uh, and connecting as always. Please write in with your questions especially now. I don't have Talian. I want you guys to fill the gap with questions and interacting with you as much as possible. Brandon at positivehead.com or through positivehead.com website. You can reach me. Um, I'm going to leave you with a song and I'm really surprised I haven't played this one before. It's Nako and Medicine for the People. Um, This is Aloha Heakua. Beautiful, beautiful song. Hope you enjoy all you beautiful people. Lend your ears, lend your hands, lend your movement, anything you can. Come to teach, come to be taught, come in the likeness and the image of God. Cause you can be like that, with all that humbleness and all that respect. All the power invested in me. Be hard to love my enemies All of the black bags Over the heads of the dead and dying The more I understand about the human race 
The less I comprehend about a purpose in place And maybe if there was a clearer line The curiosity would satisfy Time-based prophecies that kept me from living In the moment I am struggling to trust the divinity of all the gods And what the hell they have planned for us I cry for the creatures who get left behind But everything will change in the blink of an eye And if you wish to survive, you will find the guide inside I go back and forth every single day The clarity it comes to me in the choppy ways The feelings, the places, the seasons change The galaxies remain Energy fails, born the body to space The angels that are coupled in the spiritual waste The haze that gets me displaced from my spiritual base Tenfold, I'm on a when the planets are blazing Polar alignment We're on assignment Bodies on consignment Return them to the circus And what is the purpose? What is the purpose? And would you believe it? Would you believe it if you knew what you were for? And how you became so informed? Bodies of info, performing such miracles. I am a miracle, made up of particles. And in this existence, I'll stay persistent. And I'll make a difference. Such miracles, I am a miracle made up of particles. And in this existence, I'll stay persistent and I'll make a difference. And I will have lived it. Aloha, aloha, Keahua, Keahua.
wake up and transcend our holy makeup. I am capable. I am powerful. The day that I don't wake up and transcend our holy makeup. I am on my way to a different place. I don't wake up and transcend our holy makeup. I am capable. I am.